Hey folks and good afternoon. How are you doing? Do you know what? I do wish you could see me behind that uh, behind that link as it counts down the 30 seconds. I'm giving it a bit of, giving it a bit of a dance and a goof to get in my get in my state ready to talk to you. So afternoon from the UK. I don't know where you are around the world. But whether you're watching this live or whether you're watching this on replay, then please drop me a, uh, a comment to uh, to let me know you're watching. And uh, you can also comment to, to let me know what you think of the content once we get towards the end. Of course, if you are listening to this on the audio-only podcast that I'll put up after I've done this, then you can't do that. Sorry about that. But uh, if you are uh, watching on YouTube, then uh, drop me a comment to let me know where you are, who you are, where you're from, and what you think of the content. So today, today I wanted to offer you a tool. If you're a coach or a practitioner, then I wanted to offer you something that is uh, really useful to you, that can be really useful to you for working with clients and may just be useful to you working with yourself as well. It's something I call the seven master steps to shifting beliefs. Now, this is so, so important because working with clients, one of the core things we need to work on with clients to get them to where they want to be, where they need to be in life, is to shift their beliefs because whatever's been holding them back is likely to be set within their belief system. So being able to shift that old belief, that limiting, negative, disempowering belief, and shift it to a more empowering one, a positive one, something that's going to take them forwards, is absolutely critical to what we do. So there are seven steps, hence why it's called the seven master steps, I guess, to uh, to shifting beliefs. So I want to run through them with you now, just so you get an idea of uh, where you can take the process as it goes. So the very first step, the absolute first step always, is to discover the root belief. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, when clients come to us, very often, they come to us and what they present to us, what they come to us with isn't really the problem. We need to dig deeper down. Even if they say, oh, I have this belief that, and they go on to tell you this belief, there's a good chance that that might not be the belief that's actually stopping them. So we need to use our questioning skills, our listening skills, and our intuition as well to really dig deep down and find out what the root belief is. Because if we just deal with that top belief or that top issue that they're coming to us with, guess what? It's not really going to solve the issue. We need to, a bit like peeling an onion, the layers of an onion back, we need to peel down and find that root belief or it's called a root belief for a reason we need to find out what the root is of it so that we can cut the tree down the tree being their belief of course and then grow a more empowering belief behind that so we need to find a root belief and that's all about using questions it's all about using your intuition it's all about listening and paying attention to what they're talking about now if you've seen any of my courses you'll know that uh, the two real core beliefs that uh, most people hold somewhere or have at least work to overcome are the belief that they're not good enough or not there's something enough in some way so maybe not smart enough not bright enough not quick enough not whatever it may be some sort of not enough and the second one being they're not deserving or not worthy of of whatever they're trying to achieve those are the two core beliefs now virtually every belief system you can come to this disempowering that's holding people back will somewhere be focused around those two beliefs so it's worth paying attention to listen out for what they're talking about and where they're going with that root belief now once you've got the the root belief what we need to do is disrupt it in some way now there are hundreds of tools out there whether it be tools from life coaching or from nlp or even from eft or meditation mindfulness there's loads of tools out there cbt has loads of tools for, for breaking down those limiting beliefs. So we have to disrupt that belief in some way. Some of my favorites, um, I love using Socratic questioning. That's such a so powerful set of questions. Um, you can find them in my courses or just Google Socratic question. You'll get a, a set of questions that you can just tailor to your, your own likes. But such a powerful set of questions. You can use the neurological levels from NLP. 
um, that, that helps you to break down that belief and really see where it is and where it's in and how it really affects your life. You can use EFT tapping um, to really shift the energy in the body when they're thinking about that belief and break that the blocks down of the energy to really move forward. Anything like that to disrupt the belief. Now, once we've started to disrupt that belief, the belief is going to fight back. So we need to do it properly. I often, when I'm working with clients, we go through the Socratic questions or a version of the Socratic questions. The thing about the Socratic questions, as with all question uh, questionnaires, is that it's depending on the, the client's answer as to what question you ask next. You can just go through blindly through a set of questions if you choose to. But also you've got to be listening and paying attention to what they're saying. So you could shift the direction slightly as well. But I would also send them home with a set of questions as well that they can answer time and time again. The Socratic questions are absolutely phenomenal for this, because if you get people to answer those questions for 14 days straight, their answers on day 14 will be massively, massively different to what they were on day one. So that's how we disrupt a belief. Next up, the part three or step three of the seven master steps is to come up with an empowering alternative. Now, that's not us coming up with the empowering alternative. That is the client, the person in front of us, the person who needs to shift beliefs. They need to come up with an empowering alternative. Sometimes that is a direct opposite of what their old belief is. So if their old belief was I'm not good enough, it could be that I'm good enough. But I'm good enough really doesn't capture it if does that make sense it really doesn't capture it we need to be more it needs to be more emotional it needs to be more gritty it needs to really grab hold of them and make them think about something different so to give an example if their belief was i'm not good enough it could be as a soft start i'm starting to believe i'm good enough and i can achieve everything i want or i'm starting to believe i'm good enough and if i try hard enough i know that i'll get to where i want to be it's a much more empowering belief isn't it so just work with the client. You can help them along the way, but it has to be their belief that they come up with. If it's yours, then they, they're not going to take ownership of it. They're not going to take responsibility of it. They need to come up with the words. You can help them with the wording a little bit, but it needs to be their empowering alternative belief. So now we've got an empowering alternative belief. What we're going to do with that? Well, I always then take people into visualizing what it's going to be like for them when they've got this empowering belief. So it may be that you push them in their minds a year in advance. Give them the exact date today and say, we're now on, what is it, the 21st of September 2021 at the moment. So we get, we're now 21st of September 2022. And you've had this belief installed for nearly a year now. How does it feel? And then take them through a visualization, get them to describe it to you, and then take them through a visualization, get them to close their eyes, get them to settle into their heart. Remember, connecting people to their heart is an such a powerful way of getting them to make a shift in their life and then get them to really visualize what their life is like after that year of having that empowering belief so that they really understand. You've got to remember that what we see and visualize and understand in here, we can't tell the difference between that and what's in the real world. So if we keep visualizing that in here, our mind, our unconscious mind and our conscious mind will work to make that come true. So get them completely engaged in that, completely in state with that. Make it emotional to them. Make them see it, hear it, feel it so that they really understand that new empowering belief. Now, after we've got to that point where we've got that new empowering belief, I always then shift on. And this is step five. We shift on to the timeline questions. Now, again, you can go into my NLP course or my life coaching course and work with the timeline questions. What we do with the timeline questions is we push them backwards and forwards through time to 
almost trick their mind, if you like, to really shift their mind about to believing that they now have that belief in them. So we might push them into the future and get them to look back at their uh, their previous self that had that old belief and ask them what they think of that, almost disconnecting them, disassociating them from that old belief. We might shift them backwards and look forwards into the future and how great it looks, just shifting them about in their, their minds so that they understand it. And then the very last point is to bring them back to the here and now as if they have that belief and look forward into the future and look how great it's going to be. And it's, the best bit is you've just done that visualization with them so they know what the future looks like. They know how it's going to see, how they're going to see it, hear it, feel it, what the big picture is, what the, what the, how they vibrate with it, how they really settle it into their emotions. So once you've shifted them about on the in the timelines and they now have that belief within them, we now need to get it conditioned. And that's step six is condition it. So what I always do for the conditioning part is ask them how they can keep that belief going in their lives. Can they write it down somewhere? Can they put, I don't know, post-it notes somewhere that they're going to see every day and multiple times a day with that new belief written out? Just so it really conditions it into the mind. Just that every day they're saying that to themselves 10, 15, 20 times a day to really condition that into their minds. What does this do? It starts to replace that old pattern. You see, that old belief has been in there for a long time. And I'm sure if you struggle with limiting beliefs, and most of us do, hey, I still do, I still have to conquer mine on a daily basis, but I'm sure you know what it feels like. That that pattern has been in there such a long time, that pattern of thought, that pattern of emotion, has been in there such a long time that we just have to keep moving past it. And we have to make, as soon as that comes up, we have to make an appropriate empowering belief to gobble that up, throw it away, and then we have that empowering belief. And that's what conditioning does. By seeing that somewhere posted, somewhere in their house, in their car, in their wallet or their handbag, doesn't matter where, but it's seeing it as multiple times a day and repeating it to themselves multiple times a day, what we do is we build up a new habit, a new pattern. And we replace that old pattern that we're slowly breaking down. And we encourage them that every time that old pattern shows up, they must go, no, I'm not interested in that anymore. This is what I believe now. And that breaks that pattern down. And that's conditioning it in. And then finally, step seven is about connecting to their why. Why is this so important in their life? What will happen when they change this, this old belief to a new belief? What's going to happen in their life? What won't happen if they don't change? Really connect it to the bigger why, the bigger picture of their entire life. Connect it to their family, to their friends, to their work, whatever it may be for them connected to that why in life because that gives us a greater chance of really grabbing hold of it if we know consciously that we are not going to connect to our why we're not going to find our why in life we're not going to follow our why in life if we don't make this shift that really connects them into it so that's the seven master steps it sounds really simple doesn't it it's if you follow them properly it can be really simple and it certainly is really really powerful I've used this on lots and lots of clients to really help them start a shift. Now, I'm not saying that I can go through one session and do these seven steps, and it takes about an hour if it's done right. And that's just it done then. No, I don't really work like that. I don't believe in that. Oh, there you go. It's all done and finished because those old patterns are so ingrained in your system that replacing them takes hard work sometimes. But what it does do is it gives you a great start, and you can even repeat these seven steps in the follow-up session if you choose to.
So just to repeat, just to go over so you've got them in your mind. Step one is about finding the root belief, that root limiting belief that's really holding your client back. Step two is disrupting that belief in some way, whether it be with Socratic questions or neurological levels or EFT tapping or anything else, Cartesian coordinate questions or something like that. It doesn't really matter. Just disrupt it in some way. We then help them to create an empowering alternative. We help them by questioning them, asking them the question, what's an empowering alternative you can come up with? How could you word it effectively so it works for you? Next, we then create a visualization for them. We take them through a visualization process that sees them a year in the future with this new belief installed. We then work with timelines to move forwards and backwards through time so that we really embed that new belief into them in the here and now. We then condition them. We condition that new belief, that new empowering belief into them by getting them to think about where they can place that belief around the house, their car, etc., so they see it and repeat it to themselves time and time again. And then finally, step seven is about connecting it to their why, to their purpose, if you like. What is going to happen if you don't change and what is going to happen when you do change? That's so, so important. Now, when I started to, to work with this and I started to try and figure out a process I could follow, I went wrong quite a few times and I would work with people and it wouldn't quite work. So the next session I'd work with them again and we developed it over time. What I've now done is I've created some uh, coaching demonstrations that uh, there's two up in the, the Priority Academy professional membership that go through this entire process in a session with two different people. It's really, really powerful. And hopefully, if you were to join the membership, you would see those two coaching demonstrations. And there are some others on other subjects, such as the core values and that sort of stuff. But for the, for this particular seven-step process, the, the two that are in the uh, professional membership are really, really powerful and really worth a view. So if you're interested in joining the membership, then you can go to uh, the Priority Academy website. You can see the web address just there come in a bit that one there or it's on the bottom of the screen the screen there as well and just click on the uh, the the tab that says membership or you can go to www.thepriorityacademy.com forward slash membership and that will give you all the details for that as well so i hope in some way while this is a short video and i'm trying to get across to you a really important tool i hope that's given you um an idea of the strategy of shifting beliefs beliefs are so powerful in our lives they are one of the core things that really run our lives and we need to be able to shift them particularly if you're a coach or a practitioner we need to be able to shift them for our clients so if that's really useful to you i'd really love you to to leave me a comment just drop me a, a note and say yes that's useful or actually graham you're talking a whole load of pants i don't really mind i'd love to hear your thoughts anyway but for me for now that's it for today i just wanted to offer you that short tool or a short tool as far as i'm describing it but it takes a lot more work behind it and thank you so much for watching it's been my absolute pleasure and i look forward to seeing you again the same time next week for more from the coaches cafe for now though i'm going to say thank you very much and goodbye.